Hello, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of M's Gems. Anything you need support with, I am here to answer questions and give you guys gems. As a little bit of an update, I wanted to share with you guys that something recently I've been talking a lot about with my clients that may support you is really just like when it comes to the business model that you have and what you choose to launch when for the rest of the year, it's really important to keep in mind that every time you introduce an offer, there is a time period with your audience where they have to get to know this type of offer specifically. And I think a lot of times we like bypass that or we want to keep creating new things, new things all the time. And so my client, for instance, where this came up for her, she had just stepped into micro offers, I would say nine months ago. And she was introducing like live group programs. Um, she also had signature offers of hers. Like she has a certification. She was coming out with a mastermind. She obviously has private coaching and she wanted to make sure that she wasn't overwhelming her audience. And I also told her that. So she recently just started introducing mini minds and part of that process of now introducing a brand new type of offer, she still wants to experiment, right? Like maybe have like a Voxer broadcast offer. I did one myself and it was so much fun. Like having like maybe a four day group program or something shorter rather than like her typical format of two or three weeks. And so what I advised her and what I told her is like, let's wait actually until June. Like I want you to get consistent with selling mini masterminds and for you to create content that's teaching your audience what a mini mastermind is before we just start and keep introducing new things. Because what's really important here is that you guys first focus on creating really solid offers that are going to create a lot of monthly reoccurring income. Because when you have that really strong foundation of monthly reoccurring income coming in, then when you start experimenting with like new offers on top of that, like maybe shorter group programs, mini masterminds, I don't know, like four day group programs, like I was saying, or a boxer broadcast or a kind of like pop-up offer, you can play and experiment as much as you want when you have that solid foundation of monthly reoccurring income. It's when you are like relying on these live offers as your income where things can start to get a little tricky because you don't have that reoccurring coming in no matter what. So I just wanted to share that with you. Okay, so Lorna's hopping on. Hello, good morning. Nora, if you guys have any questions, let me know. Lorna is just coming in with the tech support. I love it, it's so good. I found that it's a little difficult to run multiple programs at once, but I love the idea of a Voxer broadcast, but I'm launching a membership and I really want to focus on building that long term. Okay, so Nora, I think like multiple groups at once. Yes, it is. And so here's my thing, and this is the flow that's just been really like not as overwhelming for me is what I will do is every other month I will launch a live group program. And then obviously probably the following month I actually run it. So like it's going on. And then as I'm wrapping up the launch for the group program, I'm pre pre selling usually a mini mastermind. So I stayed in this flow for pretty much, I think it was from November, 2021. No, I didn't come out with my first group program until December, 2021. 
And then I didn't come out with the membership until August. So I was selling like these live offers and then came out with a membership after that. But my membership is like you get access to all of my live group programs and paid masterclasses for the next six or 12 months. So if your, your membership doesn't have to do with that, then obviously you can launch it before. It's just, I wanted to get into a rhythm of my audience understanding like, oh, these are her group programs now. These are what her masterclasses look like, like every month. And then these mini minds, like this is like obviously a different level. So that's what I would recommend. Now, having said that, if you don't have any monthly reoccurring income coming in or it's really low, I would almost do the reverse where you will focus on your one-on-one -on -one, obviously or anything you currently have in place that's evergreen and it's that people can join at any time and then you can come out with the membership on top of that and that's going to really help with your reoccurring now once you put that in place and it doesn't have to be a membership like for me it was actually my big mastermind that really supported me with that and then I was coming out with all these live offers, like I said, group programs, mini minds, and then come August, that's when I came out with the membership. So the way I see it is that with my live offers, it's like I want to give them as much screen time as possible because what I do now is like for group programs and mini minds, I will sell my evergreen offers on the back end of those. So, you know, I will, you know, mention my membership at the end of a live group program. Like I will really sell that, sell the hell out of it to the people that join my live group programs. I will also mention my big mastermind, obviously private coaching at the end of my mini minds, because that's usually like what the person or where the person wants to go to next. That's not to say this person wouldn't come to me if they like wanted to join the membership. I'm not pigeonholing them into only being able to join my mastermind or private, but that's what I focus on the most when I'm selling on the back end. Now, publicly, I give as much screen time as possible to my current live offers that obviously have a start date because there's like more urgency. It's not like you can join whenever. And then once a quarter, what we're going to be doing going forward is doing some kind of like bonus or sale for my memberships. Right, so that like when you join during this month, you also get this, or like we're putting this on sale, or there's gonna be like a Q&A call this month when you join, like something like that we're gonna experiment with. And then in terms of my mastermind private coaching, I wouldn't put like bonuses or sales on them every quarter, but when I do mention them, it's very much like, I just had a mastermind call. These are the kind of conversations we're having. Like these are the transformations that are happening inside of them. So you're more so like bringing awareness to them. You're not so much like it's not a push. Like you're not having to like, when I say push, there's no like bonus or extended payment plan. I don't do that anymore for like my mastermind, but I've never done it with private coaching. So it's like, I I'm happy to do that for my memberships like once a quarter, but I'm more so just bringing awareness to my masterminds in private as things come up, as there's like energy moving in those spaces or there's a lot of wins happening. That's how I balance it. So yeah, I hope that helps. The Voxer broadcast, that's definitely something to experiment and play with. That could certainly be a membership in itself, depending on what it is. But the key to memberships, Nora, is to really just 
make sure that the time and energy that it takes for you to maintain it and to contribute to it kind of matches with the price point and like what they're getting matches with the price point or makes it a no-brainer. And when I say time and energy, it's sustainable for you to maintain. That's what I was trying to say. Lorna, how to balance health stuff while navigating your business. Okay, so I was just talking about this with my boyfriend because I think if it was up to him, he would like to clean as much as possible all day long. I don't know what you mean by house stuff, but like for me, I just think like, I think it was my one mentor who suggested this or told me this when I was like living by myself in San Diego in early 2019. She was like, you know what I do that really just helps me make it efficient and make it intentional is that I set a timer for 20 minutes in the morning or sometime in the morning before I get into work and I just like straighten up or clean anything that's like needs to be taken care of during those 20 minutes and then I do another 20 minutes at night so I don't know I have been definitely trying to do this and it's a lot better to me than like constantly stopping what you're doing to like clean or straighten up things I don't know exactly what you mean by house stuff but yeah, even when I moved and I needed to unpack all, like a lot of things, I just spent honestly, like what worked best for me is just taking, it was like during the week I moved in, I got food poisoning the day that I moved here. I went out to dinner with my friend who was visiting and while I was sick, he unpacked a lot of my stuff. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, we just really like, I remember I just spent the following Saturday just really taking that entire Saturday to unpack everything. And also like while I was unpacking, I kind of did this when I was packing up my old apartment. I do the Marie Kondo thing, like where it's like, okay, does this bring you joy? No, it doesn't. And then throw it away or, or donate it depending on how used it is. But I did that with like objects and stuff. I didn't really do that with clothes, but I definitely need to do that. But I, for that kind of stuff, that's like a big project, I would recommend like a day over the weekend if it's not like in your way. Okay, so you said like all the things involved, laundry, cleaning, cooking, and appointments and mail. One day I will hire someone to do all this for me. I like setting a timer, good idea, because I always want my house to be clean, but I'm like, it ruins the flow of my day. Yeah, doing it all throughout the day definitely ruins it. Having said that though, like I will say if I am up, like, so I used to work in what was called 50 tens and like, I don't necessarily have to do this for myself anymore. I don't really have a focus problem, but <laughs> it was more of an accountability thing. Like I remember me and my best friend when I lived with her, she was like getting her relationship coaching business off the ground. I was still fitness coaching at the time. And the way that we would hold each other accountable is working in 50 minute intervals and then having 10 minute breaks in between. And during the 10 minutes, that's when like I would, like if I just got off a call, let's say, or something, that's when I would like change the laundry or go get a snack or fill up my water. Like it's not always cleaning stuff, but sometimes it is. And then in the middle of the day, we would take 50 minutes of like a break and then kind of like get back into it. But that was really good because I was really bad at getting up and like taking breaks and going on walks. Now I'm not. Like I just like do it when I want. And I definitely have a different mindset about my business completely. Like I think like I used to, <laughs> I used to subscribe to the idea that if you work harder, you'll get more results. And that definitely was from like, 
past mentors, also my upbringing, stories about money. And since I don't feel that anymore, I don't necessarily have to do this. Like I, I'm telling you, I don't work in 5010s. I really don't need to, to stay on top of my shit or to stay focused. But if you need to, it's a really good idea. Or 45 minute, 15 interval. So work for 45 minutes, 15 minute break. And it was cool when I was working side by side with somebody because obviously we would tell each other, like, I'd be like, okay, what are you going to work on? And then she'd tell me and then I would tell her and it was just a way to like hold each other accountable. Like I'm a very habitual person, Lorna. So like I always check my mail usually like Friday or Saturday. And then like if I'm expecting things like another day during the week. And then, you know, my building just notifies me if I get a package or something. So I'll just like try to be as efficient as possible. If like I'm, I know I'm going to be going out or I know that like I'm going to go on a walk later, I'll just get it when I come back up. In terms of appointments, I do make them on specific days. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I have the majority of my calls in terms of trainings and clients. So it's not realistic for me to schedule personal appointments on those days, but that's why I leave Tuesdays and Fridays open. So like this past Tuesday, I had a hair appointment that I went to. And then today I have like a doctor's appointment and Friday is like no calls or Voxer. Whereas like Tuesday, I still do Voxer, but I do leave that open for like personal appointments. Cooking does take a minute. We also do the dishes. I understand. I don't cook, my boyfriend does most of the time, but I do like help out with dishes and that's like for me like easy to do and clean and you know, but at the same time if you're doing all of this yourself, like I would just use those intervals that take an entire day if it's a bigger project. I would set set days of your schedule to do personal appointments. And like 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, if that helps you, that for me just felt a lot easier than like, oh, I have to do this all throughout the day. And you know, you said it like it kind of interrupts your flow. So I hope that helps. Thankfully my husband helps, but I also like doing things myself, LOL, like the interval idea. Thank you. Yeah, no, I used to do that all the time. So people say, okay, so she tried, I just need to point this out because it's bothering me. I got my hair done on Tuesday. So what used to happen is I would get out of the appointment and there wouldn't even be like, do you see how there's like a little bit of a root right here? There wouldn't be anything. Like it would be white from literally here on. There's actually a reel where you guys could see it. It's a lot more obvious and it's where my hair is crimped and I'm dancing to ludicrous. I literally look like Draco Malfoy, especially when my hair is straight, when it's like white all the way back, it's really bad. And I told her, I was like, I need to have at least a little bit of a shadow or something. But like right now, like it feels like there's like not, like it's just bothering me because I'm like, oh, it's annoying. But anyway, <laughs> and also I'm definitely watching Harry Potter tonight with my boyfriend, so. <laughs> It's appropriate reference. Okay. I need to ask you guys an opinion and I am by no means trying to sell you on anything when I ask you this. So I would just love to hear your thoughts. So I have been thinking about doing some kind of content membership called the content lab. 
and it would be where you guys would submit your content ideas and then basically in a Voxer broadcast, I would give you ways to create that through content that obviously are going to support you with building a hotter audience and all the things. So that is an idea that is happening and would love to hear your thoughts if you would suggest a better format, but that for me seems the most doable. I just wanted to give you a little sneak peek of that. Okay, so it looks like we are good to go here. I love you guys. This has been fun, very potent and to the point, some personal stuff, which I always love because no topics are off limits in here. So go have fun. Remember who you are. Connect back to how proud you are of where you are at. I love you so much. Bye, guys.